Good afternoon, everybody. This is the Reverend Blake Ruby. How are you? Hope you had a great week. Welcome to my show, The Church of the Soul's Evolution, where we talk about, I talk about spirituality. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirituality, the spirit. We are spirits in the material world, our spirits in the material world. You know, one day, hopefully sometime far out into the future, we're going to be pure spirits, pure spirits, no more physical body, just pure spirit. And that's who we really are. You know, before we were born, we existed in the spiritual realms, the spirit lands. Yes, our existence did not begin with this material life, being born on this world. Our existence continued on from where we were before we were born. Anyway, so welcome from all over the world, wherever you are. I like to think that you're tuning in from different countries, you know, internet radio extends everywhere, unlike AM or FM radio. It extends to some places where you just don't pick up the signal, like maybe a, a radio signal from in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. You couldn't hear it too well from San Antonio or somewhere in China or Russia. But with Internet, the Internet's all over the world. And so, as you see in BBS Radio, there are many really good shows, great shows, people who are passionate about different subjects, like pets or politics or religion even, that's okay, you know, that's the stepping stone for some people to get to where they need to go, I think, in my opinion. Or it might be something that people want to, will want to stay on that path for the rest of their lives, you know. Whatever their level of evolution is, you know, I believe that we all should be improving ourselves daily, learning from other people, and religion sometimes it stays within a box, and you think outside the box, and then you're going to alienate yourself from your peers, kind of thing. But what is the truth? You know, Jesus asked Pilate, "What is the truth?" And Pilate, excuse me, I stand corrected. Jesus said, "I came here to spread the truth," and Pilate said, "What is the truth?" It was Pilate that said, "What is the truth?" I don't know if Jesus then. He did or did not answer him, but imagine if he did answer me, he would have said, well, I am the truth. What I say is the truth. You can trust in what I say is the truth, like me too, because I might be wrong. It all boils down to my opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but I've learned a lot, most of my knowledge from other people, books that I've read, conversations I've had with people, videos I've watched, television which is a good medium, although it depends what you watch. If you watch news all the time, then you're going to be bombarded with a lot of negativity. Does anybody know any news that's out there that is positive all the time? The majority of it is negative, right? So whatever you put into your mind, I mean, it's my family likes watching CNN a lot, CNN. And it's very informative, and there's a lot of intelligent people, so... There's not really a lot to choose from, you know. 
me, I like watching YouTube videos. I can watch near-death experiences. I can watch Survivor Man. That's one of my favorites. I can watch sports. I can watch track and field. I love to watch the sprinters, you know. Now, there is a sport where it takes all of your energy and your effort just to compete with your fellow man, and you got to do it properly. There's a science behind it. The science is sprinting, and I personally have been a sprinter for the last six years. Yes, believe it or not, I have sprinted in my best estimation. I was thinking about it the other day. Since 2017, over the last six years, I have sprinted a pro- close to 2,000 times, um, and that's maybe 100 meters or 50 meters, even as little as 20 meters, but mostly 100 meters. Sprinted. I'm talking about fast as you can go, sprinting, you know? But there's a science to it, how you hold your hands, how you pump your arms. It's like rocket science, really. But there's nothing like the feeling of, going as fast as you can, pushing your body to the limit, feeling the wind in your face, you know? I was going to try something different, changing gears here, changing the subject. As I mentioned, there's a lot of people from around the world tuning in to my show and the other shows on BBS Radio. And there could be 100, 200, 300, 1,000 people. And why not? Because I talk about spirituality. You know, I talk about the truth. People are getting tired of anything that's not the truth. Now, granted, some things are better left unsaid. You know, we don't want to degrade ourselves or embarrass ourselves from things that we did when we were younger. Maybe when we were under the influence of our parents or under the influence of alcohol, even something that we weren't really responsible for, you know. I was watching that, a little bit of that um, trial the other day, the murder trial, what's his name, Murdoch. I didn't watch too much of it, but he was found guilty, right? I think I looked at him, I studied him, and I came to the conclusion, just in those few seconds that I was looking at him, you know, I, I saw him now and then on TV, not much, altogether maybe five, ten minutes, total, you know, and it went on for how long, like a month, and I came to the conclusion that he did it, yes, but he was under the influence of either alcohol and or drugs. And so are we really guilty when we do that? Yes, we have to be held accountable for our actions, but something that we did in our past, and what is the age of accountability anyway? Is it 17, 18, 21, when we're truly responsible for our actions? Because our parents shape and mold us, right? Right? They shape and mold us into who we are. So unlike Hitler, guilty of all those deaths, Jewish people, I'm part Jewish myself. Can we ever forgive someone like that? Well, the Creator, Mother and Father God in Heaven. The Creator of the Universe, who is different than our Mother and Father God, who are co-creator gods of a solar system. They have perfect judgment an understanding of who we are and how we're raised and whether or not we should be really guilty. Now, make a mistake. Don't get me wrong. You make a mistake, you have to pay the penalty. You do a sin, you pay the price. Now, someone like Hitler, for example, he could have been sexually abused as a child, verbally abused, physically abused. It makes a difference. It shapes and molds us into who we become. 
That's why it behooves all the parents to treat their parents, their children with love and understanding. Love and understanding, my friends. Well, what I was going to say is, besides all the people around the world that are tuning in, I know that there's some extraterrestrials out there that are listening to my show. That's what I want to believe. Let's just play a game. I'm, I'm going to pretend here, even if it's not true. We're going to, I'm going to try something a little different here. I'm pretending that my listeners are all, or most of them are extraterrestrial. And I know they're out there. You know they're out there. They can travel faster than the speed of light. And at nighttime, they move around a lot. They could have even hovered over my house. And in the nighttime when I'm sleeping, because they know I'm an advanced soul. Are you an advanced soul, my friends? Are you? What is an advanced soul? What constitutes being an advanced soul? It is someone, basically speaking, who's had a lot of past lives. And how many do we know? Well, guess what? I mentioned that we existed before we were born. The truth is, when we were born into this world, it's a very specific planet of specific learning, when we were born into this world, we went through what is known as the river of oblivion, which is something that we pass through where all the memories of our past lives are erased. All the knowledge of our soul is erased, and we can't remember it for a specific reason. We were made to forget because this planet is a very special learning environment. And if we remembered how many past lives we had, and you can still, it's okay to seek that knowledge, to try to remember, that's okay. And in fact, we're encouraged to do so but you could live a whole life and die, transition to the afterlife, and not realize that you've had past lives before. It's an advanced soul that realizes who they are, what they're made of, where they come from, where they came from, who they are. I mentioned that. And so then you have intermediate souls that don't have that many past lives under the belt, so to speak, and the young souls who... It might be their first life. I would venture to say that here on planet Earth, because it's such a very difficult environment, very difficult learning environment, the souls that come here want to come here because it's a wonderful, beautiful world to begin with, with a variety of life. It's a jewel of the universe. All the different types of life, over a million types of insects, 30,000 types of fish in the ocean seas, rivers, and lakes. Over 10,000 types of birds, reptiles, 9,000 types of amphibians, over 5,000 types of mammals. It is a veritable paradise, but it's a Category 1 on a scale of 1 to 9 of planets as far as evolution is concerned. It's a learning environment where one learns the basic social values. And but I think you have a lot of advanced souls that come here to planet Earth because they, they want to learn and you have a lot of history of war and killing on this planet. Myself, I feel that I came from a higher category planet to this planet. And the late, great Sylvia Brown, who was a fantastic psychic medium, once said in one of her books that people come here, they're known as mystic travelers. In other words, you can achieve higher levels of evolution through all the different lives that you lead and 
then you go back to help the people, you help your fellow souls, which are like children, your brothers and sisters in spirit, who need your help. Because it's like if I had a, a brother, I have a sister, she's, she's two years older than I am, and let's say I had a brother who was in the fifth grade, and I'm still going to school, you know, many years ago, and I'm in the twelfth grade, that doesn't make me any better than him because he's in the fifth grade. Well, my sister, you know, she was two years older than me. She was two grades ahead of me. Doesn't mean she was any better, but she was more knowledgeable. She'd been through school longer than I had. She had more experience, but that didn't make her or wouldn't make my practitioner brother seven years my young, younger or my inferior any better than me. Uh, it's the same with evolution to with people that have more past lives under the belt, it doesn't mean they're any better. It just means they've been in existence for longer than you. You see what I mean? But I think I wanted to try, and I change subjects fast here, excuse me, if I trouble you with that, but I'm going to pretend, I might have to get something here in a little while because I'm getting hungry. I was upstairs watching Mr. Trump talk giving a speech. I like him. He's a funny guy, you know? And to me, he talks like straight. He shoots straight. And there should be no doubt in anybody's mind they're trying to knock him down. They have been. From the very moment he took power back in 2016, they said they wanted to impeach him right away for no good reason. So, you know, there's forces out there that aren't always in the best interests of good and doing the right thing. I like everybody. I like Mr. Biden. I like Kamal Harris, but I also like everybody else, you know, and I don't like to see people being treated unfairly. But getting back to, again, to what I was talking about, the ETs are out there. There's a spaceship right now. I don't know if you know or heard about it behind the moon. It's about a mile wide. It's called the Goodwill, and there's a race of extraterrestrials who are on board who have been stationed in our solar system for over a thousand years, observing the human species, watching us go through our evolution, taking our first steps into outer space. Now, one of the things they do is they make sure that a violent species does not have access to outer space, to the heavens, you know, because space is supposed to be a peaceful domain. Yeah, Star Wars... For me, uh, I don't like Star Wars because I don't like the title of the movie. Do you want to go into outer space and start kicking butt with all the extraterrestrials out there? Why, you couldn't even withstand meeting one for the first time because you'd freak out. You'd have that deer in the headlight glare in your eyes for about maybe an hour until they finally broke through that consciousness and said, are you going to ever start talking to us and not be so afraid because you didn't think that we existed and now you're you're more shocked that you didn't know better rather than seeing what's in front of you and having a, a reasonable, intelligent conversation with one of these extraterrestrials who live on a planet, who live on a planet similar to this somewhere else in the universe. And, you know, the universe is such an incredibly large place and almost incomprehensible. So, ETs out there, I want to thank you, and I'm going to shift my conversation now talking to only you. I thank you for being here. You know, for over the years, you've come here to our planet. And why not? As I mentioned just previously, planet Earth is a beautiful planet, comparatively speaking. 
all the variety of life here, my God, it is a paradise. And I know a lot of you, most of you, all of you, are a lot more intelligent than I am. And you're, you can remember your past lives. You didn't have to go through that river of oblivion being born into planet Earth where you forgot everything. You forgot all the information in your soul, universal knowledge. Well, you are great. Let me, first of all, I know you don't mean to worship you, just like when we get to heaven. We won't be worshiping the people there, only our mother and father God are the ones who are to be worshipped because they are the creators of our souls and our spirits. Everybody else, even Abraham or Jesus or Paul or Peter, they are like us. They're going through their soul's journey in the evolutionary process. But a mother and father God, they lived on planets in their own evolution. That's why they're co-creator gods. They're not the real creative universe, the supreme creator who initiated the Big Bang, and who we, by knowledge of words and the cosmic forces that exist, can also become co-creator gods. We cannot be the supreme creator, but we can be like the supreme creator and know how to create solar systems, suns, planets, spirit children. Hold on, please. Our dogs just went out and they came back in. I'm going to close the door. Hold on, please. So, ET's out there. The burdens I was telling you about. Read the book, Contact Has, Be- Contact Has Begun, written by Phil Kraft, who was abducted, an unsolicited visitation, if you will, an unsolicited visitation, abducted back in 1997 in June from his home in California, taken aboard the spaceship for three days. And he had worked on the LA Times Metro desk for 25 years, a reporter who also shared a Pulitzer Prize for the LA riots. Now, why would someone like that make a story up and be ridiculed by his peers, huh? Sometimes you need to impress upon people that evidence is right there in front of you if you will just embrace it. You know, but some people, they don't, think outside the box but anyway et's out there and i know since the dawn of mankind here on planet earth throughout the centuries dating back thousands of years there have been extraterrestrials that have visited our planet who do you think made those pyramids in egypt now if you think it was just manpower and logs and rope then well your intelligence needs to be raised a level or two you know what i'm saying those 50-ton rocks piled on top of each other, going up 600 feet, perfectly symmetrical. I mean, perfectly squared off the edges, beautifully shaped, perfectly done, you know? I'll tell you how they did it with anti-gravity technology. And there are some programs you can watch on History Channel. I saw one. Anti-gravity technology is just a matter of electromagnetic, electromagnetic repelling and attracting the powers that be, and then with a little more sophistication, you can, you can point those beams, you can direct those beams, like uh, a tractor beam in Star Trek, as an example, so you understand more properly. And you direct an anti-gravity beam to, say, a 50-ton rock, and then you can point it wherever you want to go. Those, another example are the statues on Easter Island. They're like 50, 100 tons, you know. How do you think they move those? Just manpower and boards, 
logs, rope. No, no, come on, be reasonable. And so extraterrestrials have visited planet Earth many times, the Mayans, the Incas, the Aztecs, all over the world, different places. There's evidence that they've been here, paintings on cave walls. But people, they don't want to know that because more than likely they're younger souls. You have to understand that. A younger soul does not embrace those higher principles of spirituality as an older soul, a more advanced soul. But like I said, we're not better than each other. We're just in different grades of learning, if you will. You know, as an example, that analogy I gave you of being in the fifth grade compared to a brother in the twelfth grade doesn't mean I'm any better than you. This means that you still got some learning to do, some experience to put under your belt, you know, and this life is not the end of it. It's amazing. People are dying every day around the world, 40,000 people dying every day. And people, a lot more babies being born, about that same amount of babies being born each day around the world. And yet we don't think about it too much. And it is a, in all fairness, you know, it's not a subject that you want to deliberate on because it's scary. It's, um, a topic that can instill fear into people. But ET's out there, and all those different types. There's 26,000 species in the Intergalactic Federation of Sovereign Planets. 26,000 types that you maybe... One thing I like about Star Wars, though, besides not liking the title, you know, is that they make a pretty good... What I've heard based on some, I forget where it came from, but some of the aliens they've got in Star Wars and also in Star Trek are pretty much like some of them that are out there, but just imagine 12 or 26,000 in the Intergalactic Federation of Sovereign Planets. And you've got a lot of different species on planets that haven't been inducted into the Intergalactic Federation yet because... They're a violent. They're a violent species, or maybe they haven't reached that evolution evolution yet, where they take their first steps into outer space. But I want to thank the ETs that are out there that are listening to my show for having faith in us. Maybe you were directed by the Supreme Creator to come here, or during your exploration of the universe. You know, that's what you do. That's what you enjoy doing. You love to learn, and. That's what you live for, especially coming up to a new uncharted solar system. And even though you've been traveling throughout the universe for 200 plus million years, you're still coming up to solar systems that are uncharted. Isn't that amazing, people? That the universe is such a large place that some species of extraterrestrials are coming up to solar systems they've never seen before, even after traveling throughout the universe for hundreds of millions of years. The universe is such an incredibly large place. And I know you, some of you, you haven't made contact with us because we're a violent species, and we are. You know, I'm not really to blame. I've only been alive for 68, going on 69 years. But... You know, we're all universal brothers and sisters in spirit, and and there are some powers that be that are in control of our world right now, that small minority of people who don't have our best interests in mind and are leading, down the, leading us down the path of destruction. 
on that highway to hell because big money. How would you like to live, my fellow Earth, going back, I'm going back and forth here, and that's okay. How would you like to live in a society where there is no monetary value, where there is not a monetary system? You think you could do it? Just imagine, if we took care of everybody, all of their needs, food, shelter, maybe a, a couple, 30 days of vacation each year, um, you know, all the food that was available, people giving it away, you know, because they loved each other, right? They adore each other. Some of these other ETs out there, right? They live in civilizations where they don't have monetary systems. They love each other. They adore each other. They look like each other. They think they're the best thing since sliced bread. And they just couldn't imagine stealing from anybody or having someone having things or another people not having things. Think of the homeless people we have living in the streets here. People that are barely surviving, barely surviving. And they have to sleep underneath a bridge. They don't have a, a warm bed to sleep in. They have to endure the, the weather. And, and then they have to stay well, you know. Think of maybe how many homeless people we lost during the pandemic. You know, it was hard for them. And then money, they don't have money to go and buy whatever they want, you know. Maybe just a favorite beverage or something, anything, like we do, you know. I always give money to homeless people. Always. But I see them as long as I have money, you know. I gave a, a woman selling flowers the other day. Was it yesterday? Yesterday. She, was, she had some flowers. Living on the street, you know, I could tell she was homeless. I didn't have any money in my wallet because I'd just given a $20 bill to a homeless person the day before. And so I reached in my wallet. I had, I knew I, I, I did the Texas lotto. I bought a lottery ticket. And surprisingly, I had a winner. So $2. I knew that she could cash it in for $2. And I gave it to her. I said, this is a winner. You know, it's worth $2. There you go. And I'm going to start handing out tickets, though, even before they do the drawing. Because would you do that? Risk giving somebody a ticket and when potentially you could win millions of dollars with it? I would do something like that because it could help you. It could help you win the big jackpot, actually. That would be what I would call a strategy to winning. Not that I wouldn't do it anyway, you know, because I believe in being generous to my fellow human being, but a strategy for winning would be, yeah, buy some lottery tickets. Hand one out to somebody, a homeless person. Did you re hear, hear and read about that person who, uh, for, as a Christmas present, she gave this woman a lottery ticket, and the lottery ticket was a winner. They won, like, $180,000. And they asked her afterwards, well, don't you feel bad about giving her this ticket when you had kept it? You would have had the money yourself. And I forget what she said, but the attitude some people have is, well, yes, but other people would say, no, you know. That was a gift. I gave it to her. I don't even think about me having kept it and having won that money or what I would do with it, you know? that's We all should think that way. You know what I'm saying? But these ETs, um, you're out there. We know they're out there, you know, because I've said this before, right? The sentient life on Earth, human beings on this planet, and all the other life I mentioned, all the insects, fish, in the seas, oceans, rivers, and lakes, 
all of the birds and reptiles and amphibians and mammals and the sentient life, the sentient beings like us human beings, if all of that happened by accident, logically, are you logical, my friends? Are you logical? Are you intelligent? Are you logical and intelligent? Logical and intelligent, that's a tongue twister. Then you should realize that logically and intelligently, this life could happen by accident. It could happen by accident anywhere in the universe, including other sentient beings. Because if the creator of the universe could create a million types of insects, could create 30,000 types of fish, 10,000 types of birds, and human beings, isn't it logical to think that that creator could create any type of being, anything? I mean, anything, anything. Yes, that is logical. Well, welcome to a higher level of evolutionary thinking, my friends. Yes, because the creator can do anything. The creator is magical, powerful, omniscient. The supreme creator of the universe is awesome to the nth degree. So 26,000 types of ETs, and some may be listening to my show right now. And... You know, i got to tell you the truth. If I, if I meet one of you, one of you ETs out there, I know some, there's small ones, there's tall ones, that some with gray skin, some with tan-colored skin, some wide, some with blue hair, some with feathers in their hair, some with skin like bark, some with eyes, I mean, slanted eyes, big eyes. When you look at those eyes sometimes, you know, I think about the abduction of Travis Walton. They did a movie called The Fire in the Sky, Fire in the Sky. These aliens were maybe four feet tall, and their eyes, big heads, of course, big heads. you got big heads, but because they're, you ever say to somebody, you know, I don't want you to get a big head because, you know, if I give you a, a compliment, you might get a big head. Well, what's wrong with a big head, my friends? What is wrong with a big head? Don't you want your head to grow? Wouldn't that feel good? Come on now. Be truthful. There's all kinds of extraterrestrials, 26,000 types, and there's a lot more out there, probably 27,000 by now since I read that book. And there's some ferocious warlike species out there that um, are like part animal, like maybe think of a jaguar or a black panther or maybe a lion. Not like the lion, you know, they have an angel in heaven called a cherubim that has the head of a lion, the head of an ox, the head of an eagle, and the head of a man. Yes, I guarantee you, I tell you the truth, they are there around the throne room because they're very powerful angels. But there are some species out there, take like a lion, which every single living creature on Earth is going through its own evolution, even dogs, cats. And one day they will be able to stand up on their hind legs and they will become more intelligent. Ultimately, they'll be able to have their own species and take their first steps into outer space. It's possible. That evolutionary process, we know so little about it, but think, first of all, a lion standing up on his feet and then maybe morphing into something like fingers and being able to have that dexterity to handle tools, build spacecraft. I guarantee it, my friends, it's true. How about the reptilians, you know? Same thing with them. They're uh, an alien species that's out there. Yes, they're out there. 
And if you came face-to-face with one, you'd probably faint from being blown away by being in their presence, you know? Because make no mistake, there are extremely, extremely, extremely intelligent beings, you know, who are capable of traveling around the universe at several times the speed of light. And they're able to go into different dimensions, you know? There's different types of dimensions. In accordance with the string theory, there are like nine different types of dimensions. I don't know about that. You know the string theory, what that means. It means that there are different vibrating ribbons or strings of energy that make up the universe. And at their inception, now check this out, something you didn't know, more than likely. At their inception, each ribbon or strand or string of energy is nothing more than a powerful thought. you got all these thoughts put together. Positives attract. Positives attract. Matter coalesces. It forms different things, whether a planet or a sun. Yeah. So we are all microcosms of the universe, my friends. We're creating with our words. That's why it behooves us to say words that are relevant, that are meaningful, that are kind, thoughtful, generous, loving, because we're hoping to build the universe. Is that true or not? Think about it for a few seconds. Oh, but then our other, some of our brothers and sisters here in spirit living on planet Earth are also very evil-minded, for lack of a better way of describing them. Use a lot of swear words, a lack of intellect, usually, when people use swear words because they don't have the knowledge to say anything else at that time to express how they're feeling. But they're my, for me, they're like um, younger brothers and sisters. And, you know, I love them. Try not to judge them because I was there myself. But they also need to be corrected and put on the path because... Tomorrow's not guaranteed for any of us, right? And if they were to pass away and go to the afterlife and realize that they're a pure spirit and they had an opportunity to learn while in the flesh to be more kind and loving and to graduate from this existence with honors by doing the Creator's will to do that mission that you were sent here to do then they would be very regretful and remorseful and, oh, why didn't I do this? Oh, I should have done that. Why didn't I listen to that person? It's true, my friends. It's true. Embrace it. So the ETs out there, yeah, they've been, oh, here comes another dog. It's Shakira, the ninja dog. She is such a cool dog. She's just walking by. She's going out now. Her eyes, she looked up at me. She's a very beautiful, loving intelligent dog she spends a lot of time out back barking in the backyard and i always joke with her i say you see any flying saucers tonight because there might be some around here you know come to check me out and you know et's that are out there i know you're out there because i look up into the sky sometimes i see you flash the lights at me i've seen them i've seen i didn't make that up in my mind i didn't imagine that i know it was you 
that flash those lights for me. Because usually sometimes you see an airplane way up there, 30,000, 40,000 feet up into the sky. You can see their lights flash. But it's different. It's different when you see something. What's the best way to describe it, my friends? Different than that. You know what I mean? And I understand they're out there. And they're trying to make contact. Even just one flash of light, two flashes of lights. I know they're out there. We see them coming faster than the speed of light. They greet you in the dead of the night. Yeah. I'm sure they got better things to do than spend a lot of time around my house. You know, but they respect people who are advanced souls, I think. Are you an advanced soul, my friends? I think planet Earth is made up of a lot of advanced souls. One reason I say that is because, have you heard the music that we have created throughout the centuries on Earth, especially within the last 100 years? Just beautiful, amazing, wonderful, fabulous music. Back in the 60s, even the 50s, 40s, the 70s, the 80s, so many varieties of music oh my god i can only think that the people that made that music are advanced souls you know there's incredible millions and millions and billions of songs all wonderful melodies you know that's why i think the burdens decided to invest in us you know because these the burdens what they do they go around and they they look for life on planets, and they observe these species growing up, going through their evolution for thousands of years until they make their first steps into outer space, and they restrict them or not based on, you know, how peaceful they are. And so they're out there, and they, that's what they do. They observe, and they see everything we're going through. They see the good in people, right? They see the artists, the musicians, the lovers, the musicians especially, the good people of this world, the family-oriented, loving, generous, kind people. And here in the United States, God, please continue to bless the United States of America. I know we've been going through some problems. We have our issues with being divided in politics, you know. I wish... But you ever hear them say, like on CNN or Fox, did they ever talk about God much? You ever heard the word God on the news channels? I have heard him say it maybe like a number on one of my hands, the times that they've talked about God on the news. You notice that? Now, why is that? We go to church. Most people go to church and we talk about God and Jesus and, or whatever you, your religion is, you know, whether it's Buddha. I can dig it. I love all religions. Now, do I think they're the the ultimate way of achieving, how should I put it, enlightenment here while on earth, you know, and I might just be raptured up, you know, myself, my friends, I might not be here for my next show because I've achieved, thanks to the help of other people, great levels of spirituality, you know, plus I'm an advanced soul, but I'm enjoying the ride and it's up to my mother and father, God in heaven on the sun, you know, that world on fire that light in the sky, the world of light, 
right, where the spirit can live because your spirit in your body is made of light energy. And what's the source of light energy for our solar systems, my friends? Very good. You're right, the sun. It's an only advanced a soul who is developed can understand that concept, you know. Also, that there is a mother God because we are the children of God. And like Jesus taught us to pray, and Jesus was an extraterrestrial from another planet who slipped his spirit into the body, a human body that was made just like an avatar. They made that body, they made a human being, and he put his astral body or his spirit into that human body that was made just like an avatar. Are you listening? Yeah. And drove it around just like an avatar. And he was in constant communication with the spaceship up above, out of sight, behind the clouds, 10,000 feet or more up in the sky. And he was able to perform some of the miracles by a lot of beaming down by their experts, their ETs with their technology, like Lazarus, for example. They administered a surreptitious drug that made him look like he was dead, slowed his heartbeat down. They thought he was dead. They buried him. And then the day before, Jesus knew this, of course, that he was to be raised. They beamed into the tomb and administered a drug to get his system back up, get the heart beating faster, you know, blood circulating better. And so when they rolled the tomb away and Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth, and he came forth. And they all looked at each other like, how in the hell did he do that? How the heck did he do that? Well, very simple. He had some ETs up above that were helping him with that. And when he was resur- when he was crucified and he died, his heart stopped beating, he stopped breathing. It put him in the tomb. And of course, he didn't wait until Sunday. And Easter's coming up here shortly, right? They beamed him right to the spaceship right away and they uh, didn't completely repair the holes in his hands and his feet so that when afterwards he would walk around, they would know that that was he, that the one who had been crucified. But they restored his bodily functions, and then he slipped his astral body, his spirit, back into that body. And voila, the resurrection, he walked around 40 days, and then he was finally ascended. Ascended up into the sky, yes, he lifted up off the ground, went up into the clouds and into the spaceship, and that was that. You can believe it or not. If you want to say this, the bottom line is it's my opinion. But that's the truth. Uh, It's still my opinion. It's the truth. Just kidding. But the ETs, you know, they, they come here. They've been coming here. Why haven't they made contact with us? Well, because, case in point, the movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still. You know what would happen if they landed in the White House's front lawn right now? They'd be surrounded by M1 tanks and artillery and policemen with their weapons drawn and Army National Guard with their weapons drawn. One of them would come out, make a gesture, some itchy trigger finger, and you'd be shot. And then you get a very angry robot that would come out and start blasting away at everybody. No, I'm just joking. But you know why? That's why. Because they know they're going to get shot at, Right. Because we're not in control. The government's in control. If it was me, heck, I would encourage them to land in my backyard. It might be big enough for one of their shuttlecraft from the mothership to land in my backyard. And uh, I would embrace that, you know. Did you know that there's a race of 
human beings that live on one of Jupiter's moons? Yep, that's right. Let me tell you something else you didn't know. Their planet used to be between Jupiter and Mars, now known as the asteroid belt. What do you think there's an asteroid belt there? Because there was a planet there at one time. And this particular race of human beings, thanks to some overzealous experiments with antimatter, and don't you know how powerful antimatter is? Do you know how powerful antimatter is? They blew up their own planet, but not before they'd moved to Ganymede. And right now they have their civilization living there. Most of it is underground, taking advantage of the seismic activity that they have there on that moon to power their cities, utilizing, transforming that energy into powering their cities, all aspects, their electricity, their vehicles. And they're human beings like us, but advanced. They're very, very intelligent. Yes. You didn't know that, did you? Check out the book, I Visited Ganymede, or put it on the Internet. I Visited Ganymede. And there you'll find also, per what I said earlier, that the sun, the matrix of our solar system, where the rotation of the planets and the revolutions of the planets are controlled by the sun's energy, in addition to the light and heat it provides, is also the home of the mother and father God, who are pure spirits, like you will be one day, made of light energy and capable of living in a fire. Right? Back to the ETs. Thank you for all you're doing for us. And the verdants aren't the only species. There's another species out there of hermaphrodites, kind of transgender. And that's why I embrace transgender people, because they're born that way for a specific reason. It's not like they're accidents or accidents of nature, I guess I could say. They are the real thing, both male and female. Angels are androgynous. Nothing to be afraid of, you know. If you don't want them to touch you, you just tell them, don't, please don't touch me. But I respect you. You were born. You're a human being. You're worthy of dignity and respect. I love my granddaughter. She, she embraces them. She likes watching RuPaul's Drag Race or whatever it's called. And how am I doing on time? 48. Only got a few more minutes left. So, ETs, um, thank you. Let me, let me just address you personally. Thank you for... What you're doing, I know that you've been corrected by a higher power, whether it's the supreme creator of the universe or the mother and father God in heaven on the sun. I like saying that. Some people could go, what? Hey, did you know that the devil also, there's no such thing as the devil as we know it? Because the negativity that's associated with this planet is due to the atmospheric conditions and also because this is a planet where animals eat each other. It's not because you can attribute it to a devil. Archangel, Archangel, that's a tongue twister, Archangel Lucifer is in charge of the demons and the bad spirits and God's jail, which is hell. But he didn't rebel. Angels don't have free will like humans do. They were created. They weren't born. And the creator of the universe who created angels originally, mother and father God, 
they create their own also, I think. They might inherit them from somewhere else. But they are servants of the mother and father God. They are servants. They do their will. They have no capacity or will to rebel or resist. That was just created in order to control the masses. You see, there's a lot of trickery that was done before in the past, but angels are to control the masses. You see, a loving mother and father God, let's even use the supreme creator of the universe, would not create an angel since the creator of the universe is omniscient and knows that he he or she would not want to create a being that would later be disobedient to him, her, right? Does that make sense? Or have the same power that he, she has, right? Only a higher intelligence would understand that. Let me say it again. The Supreme Creator of the universe would not create a being who, being omniscient, the Supreme Creator would know in advance, look into the future and see whether or not that being would rebel against him, her. I like saying him, her, because the Supreme Creator is both male and female. And the Supreme Creator would not allow that. That's why the story about angels rebelling, no, not true. Take it from me. And the devil having equal power to God, no. And don't you think if God, let's just say you believe in just one God, not a mother or father God, was seeing that the devil was harassing his children. Jesus taught us to pray, Our Father who art in heaven, we all are children of God, my friends. You think he would allow, he, she would allow that? For the devil to terrorize us and kill us and trouble us and intimidate us and antagonize us? No. If I was God, I would say, if the devil was doing that, I would say, you know what? You're out of here, devil. Boom. Gone. Dead. Blown away. Cease to exist. I'm in charge. I've got more power. You want to kill my my family, my my children? Guess what? You're dead. Gone. Boom. Just like that. Gone. I've got power. Devil, you don't. But that's all fictitious. That's just a story. But the intelligent person will understand what I just said without me having to repeat myself, right? You can take that. Put it in the bank, my friends. As I explained it, the negativity that you experience in this world is from other sources, not because of a devil that's trying to kill you. Actually, the demons and the bad spirits have a purpose, and that is to keep you on your path so that you can perform your mission, because each and every one of us, at one time before we were born in this world, when we existed in the pre-existence, right? We stood before our mother and father, God, whether you were predominantly male or female spirit, and you received your mission. And so, when you were born in this world, sometimes, you know, we can't remember everything, but you are able to remember if you want to. That's what I'm doing. But God knows there's a lot of people that need some serious prompting to put us back on our path, right? Evil people in this world, do I need to give you some names of some people who existed in the past who are really evil. You know how evil people can be? And to put us back on our path, that's why we have demons. Yeah. Some really evil people, my friends, in the past. Demons, bad spirits. You do the right thing, though, and you'll be okay. I guarantee it. You do the right thing. Learn what is wrong and what is right. What is wrong and what is right. I'm learning this new song called 
Screaming in the Night by Crocus. They're a really good rock band from some country in Europe. I forget. Uh, one of our dogs wants to come in. Shakira, why do you want to come in right now just when I'm about to end my show? Okay, there you are. Someone else. Someone open the door for her. What is wrong and what is right, my friends? That's, that's really the bottom line of us being here on this planet is to learn what is wrong and what is right. Whether it's with sex or eating the right foods or loving each other, being kind to people. It's all about doing what's wrong and what's right. The ETs out there, they've got it down. They love each other. They adore each other. Right, ETs? Yeah. Because their planet is a higher category of evolution. For one thing, they've had their own past lives where they've been refining their souls, you know. On that soul, they're also like us on a soul's journey. But in the big picture, they're also souls, you know, on the transitory level, because eventually they will, when their physical body dies, the virgins, for example, can live to be 20,000 years old. Yes, you heard me right. I said 20,000. Can you imagine that? Isn't the creator of the universe great to create these bodies that can last so long? Well, a human being can last about 100 years. Well, thanks to the supreme creator, you know. He could have made it 50 years. Some could have made it 150 years. Some of the people of the Bible, like Noah and Abraham, they have to be several hundred years old. I don't know if that's true or not, but it's possible. Because why? Because the supreme creator created a being, just like a fly, a little fly, an insect, created by the supreme creator, who imagined that little being a part of the ecological system, but they only live to be like two or three days old, you know? We should be grateful because we can live to be 100 years old, you know. Each day is a gift, my friends. I think I'm running short of time here. So let me say a prayer. Supreme creator of the universe, I know there's a lot of extraterrestrials out there. You have created not only life here on Earth and elsewhere in the universe because if it happened here by accident, it can happen by accident elsewhere, but also a lot of other sentient beings of different types, shapes, sizes, um, and their intelligence is incredible, God. I know they're out there. We know they're out there. Thank you. We love you, Supreme Creator, for your loving us. You know each of us intimately. And the whole universe is held into existence by the might of your power, the gravity that rotates and revolves our planets in our solar system, not to mention all the other ones in the galaxy, and but other galaxies as well. From the beginning of the universe, all held in existence by the might of your power, Supreme Creator. How great you are to create something out of nothing. We love you. For the miracles of all creation, thank you. A thousand thank yous. We thank you forever for your greatness. You're worthy to praise forever and ever for giving us life, for everything. Please continue to bless us, each and every person here on planet Earth. Bless planet Earth. See us through these difficult times, you know, where we're talking about violence against each other, whatever that may be. Help us, please. We need you. We want you. Supreme Creator, you're awesome. You're hard to comprehend, difficult to comprehend. Your, your omniscience, your omnipotence. Thank you. We love you again. Thank you for everything. Goodbye, everybody. Talk to you next week. Take care. Be brave. Hang in there. Bye-bye.